we'll do um, short-term contracts. So we might have done one in the past uh, so that we don't have to hire full-time employees for communications. Okay, so what contracts? So we've done some in the past for maybe 25000 for like six months a year. And that saves us money because if we have to hire an employee uh, with a state 69% benefits, that would cost us a lot of money. So we use short-term contracts so that we can save money. Okay. Mm -hmm. How much have you spent on those contracts? Uh, maximum from a year, we spent 45000 45000 okay. And you think that $45,000 is, is better spent on communications than, as you said, this young man who is, is someone's child. That, that's a better use of your finance? Absolutely. We have to communicate with our employees. We have a statewide, um, I have a statewide um, responsibility, you must know. I mean, you used to work for the agency, right? We have a statewide responsibility, 60 offices all over the state, somebody. Somebody has to communicate, okay. and so we. But you know, if we didn't hire the forty-five thousand, we would be paying maybe one sixty two hundred thousand. So that's an attempt to save money. Okay. Um, so this the budget you mentioned. You have to do a proposed budget to the legislature each year. Is that accurate? absolutely yes? Okay. Um, so you don't recall putting in your, I believe it's the twenty twenty three budget. Um, Preparing for your future, there was a list of things you were doing for that, correct? GPDC is preparing for the future? I don't recall that. Okay. Would it help to see a copy of that budget proposal? Approach you on it? Right, I'm gonna have you scroll through this as you need to. I'm sorry, I didn't print the whole thing. If you, you can print a copy for the purpose of the record, I'll include it. Yes, Your Honor, I will. It is publicly available on the internet. As a next exhibit court exhibit in order. This is not a budget. This is this is a list of achievements that we've had that we were telling the legislators what we have done over the year. That's okay. not a budget. We're not asking for money for that. That that wasn't a, a joint budget hearing? It may be a joint budget hearing, but in the budget hearing, you tell the legislators what you have done so that they know the reason why they need to give you more money. Everything you're showing there is just a list of achievements. Let me, you want me to read some of it? Well, the, the one I've, I've been interested in is you said you, know, you, don't, you don't spend anything on social media. That, well, that is in your... And we're not spending anything on social media. This is telling the legislators how we're preparing for the future. We're engaged in a pro bono, and Accenture gave us pro bono assessment of GPDC operations. If that's what you're talking about, we didn't pay for that. We connect with clients and public defenders all over the world. We speak to our clients about their needs. It's highlights, as you can see, of how we're preparing for the future and what we have done in preparation. These are all achievements, actually. If you want to print it out, it's like about four pages of it. Okay. And, and specifically listed on there is new web and social media presence, right? That's, that's what we have been able to achieve, but we didn't pay for it. It's done in-house. Okay. You've never spent any, any money on any sort of 
marketing, for lack of a better word, or social media promotion, anything like that. Once in a while, like I said to you, so that we can, we don't have to employ a full-time employee, we will hire short short-term contract so that um, you know 25,000 instead of 150,000 it's all about communications okay I, I guess I'm a little bit confused what how does this communications person what 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 do they do what is that money getting you I'm confused uh, objection relevance to this motion your honor we're getting very far afield I'm going to allow it just a little bit longer. I'm going to be objection. A communication person helps us to communicate with all our employees statewide. That's what they do. And, uh, and for a big organization like ours to only have two, you must admit that we really uh, try to uh, not spend a lot of money on things we don't need, on things we can do ourselves. Um, we're a big organization, we're statewide, with 60 offices, and we only have two, actually one and a half. Okay. So, so communication is important. Okay, so just none of that 45000 could be reallocated? To not have a communications person for the whole state? Or other purposes within your agency, like representing people? Well, we've paid for the representation. We've paid Ms. Williams 55000 a year. Uh, by the end of this year, Ms. Williams would have made a... A hundred and ten thousand from us. Oh, we think okay. we think that's enough. By the end of this year, how much will you have made? Objection, relevance. No, I'll allow it. How much would I have made as the head of an agency that's sixty offices wide? How much are you making where you work? Pasali, that's not the answer to my question. How much will you have made by the end of the year? I would have made 160 for the whole state of Georgia. $168,173, is that right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And Ms. Glacier here, she makes over 140, right? And she and she's in three different positions. She is the uh, communication, uh, she's over training. She is the counsel for the um, agency and she's over litigation. Okay. Three different responsibilities for that, for somebody who's been practicing law for that long. Okay. And how do those things assist Mr. Ryan? Mr. Ryan belongs to Ms. Williams. Ms. Williams is an independent contractor. Um, I don't think I need to explain to you the rules of independent contracting. Uh, independent contractors come with a tool. She has a contract. We're paying on the contract. She's going to make 110000 uh, That's all this agency um, will fund for that contract. And I and so at the end of the day, we are not going to increase that contract. Okay. So you are responsible for resolving or providing attorneys who are conflict-free. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. Now, if Ms. Williams comes to you, did Williams, comes to you and says, look, I've got a problem. I'm not going to be able to continue handling this case because I can't afford it. I'm going to lose everything. Would you agree that is a conflict for her? 
She's asking for to breach her contracts. That's all I know. Okay, that wasn't my question, though. Well, I can't understand your question. Well, if she your... comes to me and says I can't continue because I have a conflict, I cannot go into the conflict that she has. I, the only thing I can deal with is whether she's able to continue to represent this client. If she's not, then the agency has to take the next step to make sure that Mr. Ryan does have um, an effective, uh, someone who can provide effective assistance of counsel. Okay, but it's actually in the statute, conflicts of interest, 1712-22, that you are responsible for handling circumstances with con conflicts, correct? No, not personal conflicts. It's whether the person has a conflict that will not enable them to provide effective assistance of counsel for the client, whether they've represented the client. We're talking about legal conflict. I'm not, we're not talking about what happened in her house in the morning or whether she's not able to do certain things at home. We're talk, the court is talking about legal conflicts, not personal conflicts. Okay. A conflict is a conflict, correct? Whether it's legal or it's personal, right? I think in the context of a code, the code, the, the, the I do, Your Honor. Um, she's asking for Ms. Ali to draw a legal conclusion as the basis of this argument. When you determine what is or is not a conflict that you need to address, um, do you take a look at the Georgia Bar Rules? Yes. Okay. Um, are you familiar with comment one point, the comment in rule 1.7 about loyalty to a client? Familiar with that? Loyalty to a client? Mm-hmm. Uh, from the attorney? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so, so you would agree that a lawyer's loyalty to a client is impaired when a lawyer cannot consider consider, recommend, or carry out an appropriate course of action for the client because of the lawyer's other competing responsibilities or interests. Right? That would be a question for Ms. Williams, not for me. She's the lawyer. Right. And to the extent that she does not think she can continue to do this case, then that's a question for the judge to, for the judge to determine whether the, she's going to be out, allowed to come out of this case. If the court determines that her personal issues as such that she cannot continue to provide for Mr. Ryan, uh, even though her contract says that her representation goes beyond any termination, that's the judge's. It's not for me. The judge makes that decision. When the judge makes that decision, then he comes back to us to see how Mr. Um, Ryan is going to have effective assistance of counsel. Okay. So she is the best person to say whether she has a conflict, right? We agree on that? She's an independent contractor. I don't supervise her. We don't supervise independent contractors. They come, we give, we give them the, the case, and she comes with the tools. She told us she had the tools to do this case. Okay. Tell us she had the tools. And we believed her. When you say to do this case, what did you understand this case to entail, or that it would entail, given that spec? This was a case that normally we would offer 7500 for, right? Mm -hmm. And that's a double since we got here. When I saw the case was going 
much longer than I thought it will go because of the complexity of the case. We doubled it and promised to find more sources. The GPDC has been responsible and responsive to Ms. Williams. Okay. And eventually we increased the contract again. Okay. Um, at this point, we're no longer able to. Whether she stays in the case or not, it's the judge's responsibility. I can't take that. But what's of utmost importance that we're not paying attention to here is Mr. Ryan. At the end of the day, how can we make sure that he's um, protected? How can we make sure that every six months we don't have another stunt or scheme to get more money from the taxpayers? We cannot continue to play this game. This is a game. Bless you. What about paying her a fair hourly rate for her representation? We have a contract. If she's no longer able to do the contract, we will respect the judge's decision. Okay. What's fair, what's fair, not fair, what Miss Williams needs to uh, fund her lifestyle, what she needs to do later on with her lifestyle, I don't know. Okay. All I know is that we we gave our contract, we doubled it, we found more money. She asked us for what we at that time we thought was a little bit uh, out of range, uh, two hundred and something thousand. She demanded. Um, that's a shakedown of taxpayers. We can't do that. But what's important is what's in the interest of Mr. Ryan and to make sure that he's not lost in the balance of this game. So what what have you done to try, I think you mentioned you promised to search for funds and outside, I don't want to misquote you, something about you were going to look for other funds? So you, you doubled the amount and said that you would continue seeking and we will seek more funding sources to pay and we did and that's how we got up to 55,000 okay what, what were those funding sources uh it's from our budget okay how about reaching out to you know some some other agencies some other agencies uh yes hmm your, your duties as director are outlined in OCGA 1712-5, correct? We have a lot of consideration. We have a lot of other people to consider. So we have to balance it. Okay. And so we're not going to pay Ms. Williams more than 55000 a year uh, as long as she's on this case. At this point, we've paid her about 60000 Okay. for this case. That's all we're going to do. We have other consideration. It's a balancing action for me. Ms. Williams is not the only lawyer we have to pay. Uh, so uh, to help you with the questioning, we are not. We're going to abide by the contract. If she no longer wants to be on this contract, then that's for the judge to decide. Uh, what we do to manage the budget is not a subject for this hearing. Have you gone to the county, Fulton County, to see if they would help supplement or provide any additional funding? Actually, you know what we did, and they did not. And so we, we found the money from the state. Okay, what, when did that occur? Uh, that was sometime last year. Okay, and a good way to, how did you go about 
doing that? Or who did you contact? How did you go about seeking additional funding? That's a good question. So I wrote letters, several letters to the county manager, to the, I believe to the county manager, to the deputy county manager. We went to Fulton County Court. We went to the Superior Court. We did everything to get support, to get money. Eventually, we found it in our budget to pay out that 55000 Okay. So we did all of that. So every, you went everywhere in the county and they just said, no, we won't provide additional money? Uh, they did not um, provide the funding that we asked. Okay. Aren't they providing their own funding now to attorneys where your office has not appointed them in a timely fashion? <laughs> You said we have not appointed them in a timely fashion. Yeah. So let me correct you because obviously um, Fulton County had their own program where they were using their upper funds. And they said they would um, be able to help with their cases. And we sent them a lot of cases. And when they could not find attorneys for those cases, we took them back. We provide attorneys in a timely fashion. If you're referring to the Superior Court uh, program, we gave them those cases because they wanted, they had upper money uh, that they wanted to use to fund their own backlog. Uh, eventually, they could not find attorneys for those cases, and then we took them back. So we, we provide attorneys in a timely fashion. Maybe you're referring to another agency. Okay, so there were people sitting in jail for months and months and months or years even without attorneys to represent them? Is that what you're saying? I have no idea what you're talking about. We, we provide attorneys. As soon as we know them, some of these um, individuals that you're talking about, uh, some of them uh, did not ask for public defenders, but once they ask for us, we will provide attorneys for them. And I think that's totally out of the scope of okay. your questioning. Um, so where, as in this case, you could find an attorney for someone, Ms. D. Williams, um, did you ask the county to assist in paying her? Objection asked and answered. I just told you, yes, we did. You made that specific request for Mr. Williams? No, we made a request to support, at that time, to support the four or five attorneys that were still on this case. And at that time, we made that request. Today, we've been able to find the funding to pay her what we're paying her. Okay. And Mr. Bassey, if this will help you, the agency will abide by this contract, and that's all we're able to do. Okay. So when she comes to you and says, I have a conflict, how are we going to address this? How, how are you going to address this? Objection, calls for speculation. Um, I'll rule it because this is the hard this is part of the, part of the question, so if the conflict means that she wants to breach her contract after what we're paying then that's what I think the court has to address I cannot address personal conflict um, cannot so you, you cannot cure that conflict and ask the county again or look somewhere else for more money you can't do that the contract that we have with Ms. Williams is what we will abide with. Um, so that's a no? If that's what you say. Okay. 
Um, I know you've not spoken with him, but do you think it's in your best interest, or his best interest, um, for Mr. Williams to withdraw? If she wants to withdraw. Okay. Yes. How, how about if she doesn't want to withdraw? She wants the conflict resolved. I'm not the way she... I don't even know what her conflict is. Um, I have no idea what the conflict is. No idea when she sends this letter... I can't continue representing him because I can't pay my bills and this amount of money. You've got no idea what that conflict could possibly be. And the money we are providing for her is all we can provide. If Miss Williams cannot leave within um, the budget that uh, the contract that we have provided, then the court has to decide whether she should be removed from the case, not whether we should go find her another two hundred thousand for this case. Okay. We, we're just not going to do that. So, I, I'm sorry if I already asked this. You believe Mr. Williams is currently being fairly compensated, is that right? Objection has to be answered. I stand. I think I've answered you. Okay. All right. So, kind of in, in totality, um, we've not really come up with a plan to cure Mr. Williams conflict. Um, what I'm hearing you say, correct me if I'm wrong, is kind of, this is what she agreed to, this is what we're sticking with. Kind of she, she made her bed, she can lie in it. Is that about right? This was the contract that she signed. This was the funding that the state put towards that contract. This is uh, the decision for the court to decide whether she's going to be let out of the case. And at the end of the day, our responsibility is to make sure that Mr. Ryan's interest is being protected. Okay. Yeah. I have a question, Ms. Ali. Yes, sir. How is Mr. Ryan's interest protected if she withdraws? We will find another attorney for him, sir. Do you think that that wouldn't create a Sixth Amendment um, ineffective assistance of counsel? I don't, I don't believe so, sir. We have looked at the files and everything that's been done in this case. We believe we can find him another attorney. So do you know whether or not Mr. Ryan has, has actually acquiesced in allowing Ms. Williams to withdraw? Well, Your Honor, the, the issue... Because it's required as part of the rules. Well, have you all inquired into that? The issue here is how much the state and this agency can pay Ms. Williams. And Ms. Williams, like according to her last demand, was 211000 If we cannot afford it, um, then it becomes a different issue. Okay, well, your contract aside, okay, and I, I'm certainly certainly not trying to interfere with that. But if Ms. De Williams withdraws and you say you're in a position to appoint another lawyer, you're going to pay that lawyer, right? The same amount of money, $55,000? Yes, sir. So how come you couldn't just renegotiate with her and go ahead and extend that particular issue, just extend this contract? We will continue to pay her the same um, 55000 We are committed to that. We're paying 55000 a year. Uh, by the end of this year, it would be 110000 that we would have paid her. We're committed to that. Okay, so so it, it, let me see if I understand it correctly. So you pay her $5,000 a month, so she gets, she'll get paid $5,000 a month through the end of this year? 
And once this chapter 55 gets to the anniversary of her engagement with us, who started all over again. Okay, when's she going to run out of, when's she basically, is the 55,000 going to be exhausted? I I am not sure. I believe we paid her right there about 60,000. We don't have a cap on the contract. It's a, it's a yearly cap of 55,000, but if it goes on for five years, we would continue paying 55,000 a year. Is there any um, delay in payment in terms of, like, for example, if I exhaust the 55000 um, would I go for several months without pay until my new contract kicks in or the anniversary date kicks in? Um, How does that work? I believe... I believe it would be one month without the 5000 because it's 55000 for the year, so I think it's 11 months of $5,000 payments. The payments have pretty much been every month except for at the beginning because of the way that we spread out. We paid the, the 15000 that she got. It was deducted from the way that the contract works. So I believe that there's one month that she wouldn't be paid and it's starts to work out. Okay. Um. I'm sorry, hi, Jackie. It's okay. Um, you're familiar with the contract. As you said, it, it renews yearly, annually. She just explained the contract. Okay. That's the contract she just explained. Okay. If I show you a copy of that contract, can you show to me where it says it's going to renew? Uh, I believe she has it, and it's... Is explained with the examples of how we pay. It's going to renew. Okay, but this contract we're relying on says 5000 This is starting last year, April, and every other month thereafter until the cap of $55,000 is reached or the trial ends. Right? Yeah, and if the trial doesn't end, yeah. then we'll start it all over again. There's nothing in here, though, about okay. starting over. Okay, yes. So it renews, and we know it's in there. And if that helps Ms. Williams to stay on the case, fine. If that doesn't, agency is not willing to not abide by the contract. Can I see the contract? Yes, Your Honor, absolutely. Or the dis is the aura disjunctive in the sense of, since if the trial's not over, she's still going to get paid, Ms. Holly? As long as this trial is going, we will continue to pay her. And Your Honor, in addition to this contract, we did have a policy that was passed by the council that indicates that it's a $55,000 a year cap in cases that last that long, and so I believe that that policy would be read in conjunction with this contract as well. Can I, can we get a copy of this as part of the record, please? Yes, Your Honor. Okay, and what was the policy? You said, Ms. Um, Ms. Glazier, there's a policy, because this, this uh, paragraph, Compensation for Services, in pertinent part you all just referenced, says that um, she's paid $5,000 April and every month thereafter until the cap of 55 is reached or the trial ends. Um, so... Yes, Your Honor, I, I, we could look and provide for the court a copy of our policy with the council that was passed just in light of um, this particular case, as well as any emails that might support. I think the intent of the contract is that it was a yearly cap of 55000 
whether or not that's clear in the contract or not, that is... Yes, it, 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 it's... Or would indicate to me that the court just on construction would be that um, it, it, what's... Is that you get $55,000 until the cap is reached or the trial ends. So it doesn't necessarily, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get, it's going to get renewed. It just says that you're, you're, you're capped at $55,000. And your honor, if that is the, the, the principal problem with Ms. Williams staying on the case, we can put that in writing that that was not the intent it was for her to not be paid for the next year. I mean, because that's the, that's the whole issue. She's thinking, okay, well, I'm done. Uh, I'm not going to get paid any more money. If it was you all's intent to to start the contract over again, I think that's, you know, that, that would be certainly something that's material. Um, but I'll let you all, I'll let you all talk about that if you like. I, I am just about done. Okay. Um, so Ms. W when Mr. Williams sent her whatever you want to call it, re request for more money. Back on February 5th, 2024. Um, wh why didn't you just tell her we're extending your contract? We're not extending it. We're abiding by the contract. The contract will renew um, at the appropriate time when we get to a year. So that contract is going to renew. We're not extending the contract. The contract is dependent on how long this case goes. Okay, but so, so we can't let me interrupt for a second. But if you look at paragraph three, um, I'm going to hand it to you. And just from a contractual plain meaning of the of, of the contract, um, that's where I think you all have the challenge because it doesn't say it renews and it doesn't indicate it. it you all have imputed some other understanding in there that maybe Mr. Williams did, does, didn't know about it. You all didn't kind of make clear in the contract. Yeah, that's why I'm here. That could be an issue, uh, Your Honor, as far as the actual contract. When this was contract was written, it was in the time surrounding where we had the policy by the council and a lot of emails going back and forth between all parties. And so our understanding was that Mr. Williams understood that this was a $55,000 per year cap. If that is the basis of this motion, then maybe we can clear that up. But our understanding was that it would renew. It was a $55,000 per year cap. All right. Did you, would you, um, Ms. Abisi, would you want to? Take a minute and talk with your client and see if that's see if that's the issue, or um, I, I'm up to you. I can judge. Um, I have just one remaining question. So when she emailed you on February 12th saying, I have a few questions. Is GPD's position that 55000 is enough money for this uniquely situated trial? Or is GPD saying they don't have more money or won't look for more money? Why didn't someone just write back and said your contract is renewed? Because at this time, the last time Ms. Williams said, I don't know what to do with Ms. Williams, to okay. tell you the truth. The last time she said, I really don't want to withdraw, she sent a text that became viral. Uh, I'm just telling her, I'm just looking for a way to get more money. Uh, unless uh, something goes to court, I don't know that I want to engage with Ms. Williams. Because I don't know when it is a lie and when it's not. Okay. Yeah. The text that became viral, how did it become viral? I have no idea, but have you seen it? I have. Okay. Yeah. Well, did she write it? 
Well, I, I don't know. I've just seen the one conveyed by Miss Gina Bernard, who worked for your agency. Okay. Where did she write the text? I don't know who. I don't know who Miss uh, whether Miss Gina Bernard sent it, and I think you need to be careful with that because uh, we don't know how the how it became viral. Okay. But it was written by Miss Williams and saying, "Don't help me to uh, get a withdrawal. I really don't want to withdraw. I just want to get more money." Um, and so I'm getting another email from her. Is it the truth or is it something different? But the crux of this is not the text or what she wrote. The question is, did she understand that the contract renewed? She did because they had a conversation about it. Does she still want to stay on the case? It's up to the court. If the court says she does not stay on the case, what does GPDC do to make sure that Mr. Ryan, who in the past had asked for her to be removed, uh, can we get another attorney for him? We will. Have we looked at the record to see what she's done? We have. Okay. When you said she understood it because they had a conversation about it, who's they? Uh, with Miss Glazier uh, and an attorney that we had in, at that time. There was a conversation. And if Miss Williams, um, if she can stay on the case because she knows that it renews, then we welcome her to. If she's asking for money beyond the 55000 we are not going to be able to entertain that. Okay. If I may speak with Mr. Williams for a moment, Your Honor. Okay. All right.
testing technicians. Our can and how they do it, and it is. in their aquifers and they said they I'm sorry I hijacked you that's okay um, you're familiar with the contract because you said it, it renews yearly annually and there um, Mr. Williams is obviously the only attorney who is the only attorney um, everyone else has two if not three attorneys that got more than two decades of experience. I don't know, but I assume Mr. Williams is the only one uh, taking home and washing her client's clothing. Um, so we will be likely making an appeal to the GPDC that she would need a little bit extra help to continue representing Mr. Ryan. Um, If they will not do that or will not turn to the county to do that, uh, we will go from there. But she will accept the renewed $5,000 a month with the increase. All right. Um, first, um, Ms. Glazer, do you have any questions or do you want to stay? Or do you want me to pause for a second so you can go outside and talk with your director? Whatever you'd like to do, madam, is all right with the court. Um, Your Honor, I don't have any questions uh, for Ms. Ali as far as uh, the, negotiating the contract. We're happy to provide the court with an updated version of the contract that makes clear what the original intent is. As far as negotiating further terms, I don't believe we're in a position to do that this morning. And, and, and they may not necessarily be something I can take up at this point in time. Um, it all depends on the facts and circumstances. Um, but um, I tell you what. I'll uh, let you all have a few minutes and see if you can work out something in terms of the base, I think, uh, misunderstanding. And um, we'll see if we can, if, if you all say you, you've got an agreement, then, then that will, I can, uh, I can make a ruling on this, okay? Yes, Your Honor. Thank you. All right. So I'm just going to be in recess about maybe five, ten minutes, and then you all will let me know, okay? Thank all right. We're in recess. Hashtag Hustle Man Show XCOSQC 11:15 West Coast Time. And the day we checking out Young Thug Day 31. 31st day in his Rico trial. YSL Young Thug versus Georgia. They in recess. I guess they arguing about. One of the guys, attorney, wanted more money because she happened to wash her client clothes and do extra things for a client that she feel like she's not getting paid for. And this is the only guy on Young Thug case that got one attorney. Everybody else have two. So uh, they in recess trying to debate a contract. So she could stay on the case it'd be best for her to stay on the case since she knows so much and not get a new attorney come in to have to learn what's going on and all the just slow the process up so we're in recess for a minute who's the man of the show we taking a smoke break talking to the audience appreciate all the love all the support all the clicks all the, you know likes 
and uh, real soon we'll be visual. We'll be popping in a corner in an area near you. Customer in the show XCOSQC from the west to the south. We're going to tell you what it's real about. Well, we're going to point out the fake too, though. But, you know, we're going to just let you know what's real. Give you the game. Quit paying attention to these lanes. Let's go have you confused in the brain. So we have a little silence right now. Just because <coughs> we're putting it in the air. And we're waiting on the recess. We're trying to debate. And we also getting this news from Fox 5 Atlanta. Watching live. Elaborating. They say the court been built ever since 1776. State of Georgia has been arrived. State of Georgia taking out all blacks. Pay attention. Pay attention now. Young black. So, somebody down there trading them boys in.
Motherfucker with the resuscitation like they ain't coming back, y'all. to step in.
It's not a marathon, they say. I mean, it's not a marathon. So, yeah, so you do need to kind of, I mean, I could see some situations where it would be helpful for to to have some support. So, I mean, so if you, if that's something you all wish to um, explore, um, we certainly, uh, from the Superior Court side of, this, of the administration, we'll certainly see... And uh, if there's some decisions been made, I'll entertain those at this point in time. Yes, Your Honor. Um, and I'm going to ask to immediately stop me if I say something which is incorrect. Um, the adjustment to the contract, new contract, whatever you would like, the terms of payment will be $5,000 a month through the duration of the trial. Now, if this trial ends in a mistrial and you're going to schedule another one, the end of this trial, Mr. Williams will be withdrawn. So if there's going to be a whole other one, new attorney, that's, you know, that's on them. Um, but for the duration of this trial will be $5,000 a month. Did, did I get that right? Uh, yes, Your Honor. Uh, we still, you know, would want her to formally go through the process of withdrawing as, as an attorney would. We are just telling her that, you know, typically our expectation with any private attorney is that they stay with the case for the duration of the case, regardless of if there's a mistrial that they would stay on. We understand in her particular circumstances, we're not going to object or, or have any 
issue with her withdrawing once this trial is completed, if that's what she wants to do, and her client's okay with that. Yeah, of course, it's, yeah, there's some other variables that need to be addressed. So we can cross that bridge when we, if, if we get to it. Um, and there, oh, go ahead. There, there's one other thing that Ms. Glazer and I were discussing that we're giving you what we agree upon today. Okay. Um, one thing that's still discussing, um, is, as in the statute, um, GPDC can come to the county and ask for additional money. Um, that for perhaps some of the parts of the trial where it would be extremely beneficial for Mr. Williams to have another attorney with her if GPDC at that point would be willing to ask the county to step in. And it would be up to you all. He's like, you know, no, yes, no, that's that's up to you guys. But they would ask for that. And we've not been able to agree upon whether they would be willing to make that request portion of the agreement. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, we can certainly um, look at that. That's, of course, um, through Superior Court Administration. And um, it's not in the realm of a reality for an ask because, as you all pointed out, Mr. Williams is the only attorney on this pond representing um, Mr. Ryan, and that poses some some challenges in and of itself. And this case has gone on a while, and it, it's... Uh, uh, it, it's not a marathon. It's, I mean, it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. So, yeah, so you do need to kind of, I mean, I could see some situations where it would be helpful for her to, to have some support. So, I mean, so if you, if that's something you all wish to um, explore, um, we certainly, uh, from the Superior Court side of, this, of the administration, we'll certainly see what we can do to facilitate that. Yes, Your Honor. And I will tell you, Your Honor, that we were just saying we're not committing to anything as far as that wasn't something that we had resolved necessarily. Uh, we are going to have a separate conversation with Mr. Williams after court as far as what support we can potentially provide outside of what we're agreeing to today. Yeah, I mean, yeah. okay, that's fine. Yeah, that's just something, an additional thing we are discussing. We have put on the record what is agreed upon. So what you agree upon, just to make sure I understand, is that you will re you'll reform the contract to reflect your understanding that that is $55,000. Um, we're actually going to pay an additional, we're going to have it be worth 5000 a month regardless. It will actually be, I think, at 60000 in yes. cap, just so that there's no disruption of payment. We want to make sure that she continues to be paid. So we are going to reform the contract to make it clear what the original intention was, but to make sure she is paid at 5000 every month. And there's a renewal, and you include the renewal provision that... It would be through the duration of the trial. Yes. Okay, all right. So that, you'll make it clear. Yes. As to, as to the understanding of both parties. And when that um, contract is agreed and reached, we will provide it to the court and ask that it be made an exhibit, part of okay. the court's exhibit. All right. Okay. Well, in terms of, uh, terms of if you all have come to an agreement, then I will certainly, at this point in time, um, I'll deny the motion to withdraw, okay? Thank you, Your Honor. Okay. All right. Um, Ms. Glazer and Ms. Um, Abbasi, can you all have me a suitable order, I'd say, by next Friday? Y'all think you could do that for me? I think so. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Then, uh, then unless there's any other business, we'll be in recess, okay? Thank you. Okay. All right.